Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to take a look at a report from MJ Business Daily about how MedMen's application for a cannabis store was rejected by California. So the troubled multi-state operator MedMen, they were surprised maybe after one of their applications was rejected for a conditional use permit. There was a document that was obtained by a news outlet in Pasadena describing that the material change in ownership and or management in MedMen, including nine out of 10 owners listed on the company's original application have since changed. Of course, that includes the CEO and ex-president both departed the company in June after resigning their leadership positions in January. So in addition, the letter noted that Gotham Green Partners Investments in MedMen gave the New York private equity group, quote, the ability to control management and the direction of MedMen. And this announcement comes on the heels of MedMen losing a medical marijuana dispensary license in Virginia back in June. MedMen was all the rage, the multi-state operator that was taking in all the money and supposed to be the Apple store or the Nordstrom or whatever, uh, ended up just being... Um, kind of a, a financial disaster when your CEO buys a $20 million mansion in Hollywood. That's crazy. That never, ever happens uh, for a startup. I'm not even sure how investors let that happen. I mean, this industry, I, I guess I can because I've seen it happen so many times. I'm just still surprised by the lack of accountability when it comes to investment capital the ivory tower when you're studying your masters in finance they teach you about accountability and laws and prison time and all of this stuff and then you get into the real world and you're like wow there is no accountability uh there's a lot of uh, sharks out there selling snake oil and um, investors who don't know what they're doing and don't have due diligence but MedMen has some options. They can restructure through an equitized, asking the question if that's going to be a template for the industry. I'm going to oversimplify this, this idea of equitizing debt and give you an example of how High Times came in and bought Dope Magazine. Dope had a couple million dollars in debt and that was paid off. And then all that uh, management at Dope Magazine got was equity. So it's not really the same thing, equitizing debt in, in that way, but basically what MedMen is doing is they're going to issue a lot more shares to uh, shareholders. So they're going to double the number of shares outstanding to 1.44 billion shares and plans to raise $100 million to increase, uh, meaning they're going to have to maybe issue uh, almost 3 billion shares. Traditionally, you might have something like uh, Burger King that goes private and then they um, go through a bankruptcy reorganization, liquidate all of their shareholders, and then they'll sell new shares to uh, new investors. <laughs> but cannabis isn't traditional. So you, uh, you can't necessarily cease trading uh, your shares while you're trying to go through debt reorganization. That's not really an issue or an opportunity for cannabis companies. But what we are going to see in MedMen is creditors taking control of the equity and then diluting um, early investors. So MedMen pulled their guidance for 2020. They're not going to give any financial guidance. I'm not sure why anybody would invest uh, when they're not going to disclose any of that. But essentially, we can infer that lenders still believe that it's going to take at least 18 months to generate the positive after-tax free cash flow. Obviously, lots of debt can hurt uh, shareholders, as you can see that with uh, High Times Magazine 
We also saw that uh, green growth brands missed payroll back in November, or even Aurora Cannabis effectively equitizing its convertible debt via a reprice in November. The failure of MedMen shouldn't be a surprise to too many folks. 80% of retail bankruptcies happening, total $45 billion in li- liabilities since 2015, tracked by reorg.com. Some of those are Woolworth, Kmart, Toys R Us. And with barriers to entry being somewhat low, cannabis licensees can limit competition in some states, but they can't limit the scale or success of a competitor. And with Walmart and Amazon showing it only takes one competitor to dominate. So California, for example, their consumers are a little fickle when it comes to retail brands and no retailer has a monopoly on a way of selling. And with the cannabis industry remaining nascent, we're wondering if MedMen can turn around or if another future retailer can execute a similar concept more effectively. MedMen stock was all the rage, but if it's not properly handled, it's going to fall fast. So invest wisely. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.